My name is India. I was in a cult for seven years. Keith Ranieri is the most horrific cult leader. I had to ask permission to eat. He was doing demeaning sexual acts. It kept getting more extreme. The cruelty is beyond the pale. I had no idea the worst was about to happen. What's up, Starfish? Hey, Mary Contrary. How are you this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. So the story that I am going to discuss today is probably one of the worst ones I think we've ever done. Oh, worst. Yeah. Yeah. This one, you know, it's taking Pyramid Scheme to like a whole nother level, basically. Hmm. So this one is about a guy named Keith Ranieri, and he was a cult leader that started a self-help sex cult named Nexium. What? Yeah. <laughs> a self-help sex cult named after Nexium, like the drug that you take when you have diarrhea or <laughs> like heartburn yeah. or whatever. I think this story is going to end up giving us heartburn probably, and we might need to take some Nexium <laughs> afterwards, but it's not the same Nexium. It's actually spelled like N-X-I-V-M, but it's said Nexium. Okay. Nix them. All yeah. right, guys. So, uh, and your weird cult names, whatever. I, I know these cults. You know, they're quite something. Um, it just, yeah, it just really sucks that all these people get sucked into this stuff all the time. So, yeah, we'll just go ahead and dive in. This one is going to end up being a two-parter today, just because there's just so much to it. It went on for about twenty-three years. So, wow, yeah, wow, that is a long time. I know. That's like a whole career right there. Yeah. So this started in the late 90s? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically in 1998, Mr. Ranieri and his friend Nancy Salzman, they founded Nexium and they touted it as a personal development company offering executive success programs that they called ESP. And they used a range of techniques for self-improvement. So, Ranieri claimed that its main emphasis is to have people experience more joy in their lives. Which, you know, I'm sure Gosh. as we dive into this further, well, it's more like joy for Mr. Ranieri. So, we'll, we'll get uh-huh. into that. Yeah. So. Of course. Of course. I love how it's so generic, too. Just bring some joy to your life. That's what we're here to do. We're right. just going to bring joy. Yeah, we're going to give you some <laughs> special techniques, you know. <laughs> Makes it so easy. Yeah, yeah, right. Sounds so, yeah. So during the Nexium seminar, students would refer to Ranieri as Vanguard and Salzman as Prefect. I'm not sure what that means, I guess. I guess Ranieri adopted the title from the 1981 video game Vanguard, which I have no idea what that was. I mean, that was Zero is Born, so I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, man. That's a total nerd reference. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. But I guess the vanguard, it means the destruction of one's enemy increased one's own power, basically. So, like, there's a psycho meaning behind this, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So he turned this video game into a cult. Yes. 100%. So. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of background on Mr. Ranieri, okay? 
Um, okay. So he has yeah, who's a this whole, dude. Yeah, he, this guy has a whole history. So I'm just going to give you a breakdown of things that I've researched over the week, kind of where this guy comes from, what kind of character this man or this thing that we're dealing with is. So <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, Okay, the swamp thing. Who mm-hmm. is he? Yeah, so before he found Nexium, he created this thing called Consumers Byline, a business venture that I guess the New York Attorney General accused of being a pyramid scheme. So, <sighs> of course, Ranieri signed a consent order in 1996 in which he denied any wrongdoing but agreed to pay a $40,000 fine and be permanently banned from promoting, offering, or granting participation in a chain distribution scheme. So, so this guy, Oh man! I, so here's what I've learned about Mr. Ranieri. Okay. So this guy, I don't know that he has much of an education, but he apparently took an IQ test. Okay. And mm. was rated as one of the world's smartest people or some crap by the world Guinness book of records, apparently at one point. Really? Yeah. Which was very interesting. Wow. And I mean, I don't, I don't know the context behind this test or like what all it was or the details, but it sounds pretty crazy to me. And honestly, I think that's what inflated his ego. So then he thought he was like this genius level person. Mm -hmm. And so he had previously gotten involved in Amway. So I think that's where he got some of these uh, pyramid scheme ideas, because basically that's what Amway is. I mean, they're still around. So... Yeah, oh yeah, Total Pyramid. Yeah, and it's like one of the only ones that I know of that's actually been a successful pyramid scheme business, but most of the ones that we find are pretty fraudy, because it's easy to Mm, fraud people with it. And it just all funnels on up up the pyramid to the top, you know? Right. So... It's gross. Yeah, super. So anyway, so this guy, he had a background in doing all this kind of stuff, right? So of course he's going to spill this over into what he's making here. With his this salesman chick, his partner, mm. and I guess she—they always have a background like that. I wow. know it's it's so crazy, and I guess she w- used to be like a therapist or something crazy. Wow. Um, and so she decided that she was going to like structure this, you know, structure the courses, and then Ranieri was going to be like the spiritual leader guy to this cult. Mm. So hmm. what they started doing, I mean, I don't know what they did, you know, with the timeline, what they did from like 1998 to 2003, but I think they were just kind of working on the whole structure and what they were going to do with everything and start recruiting members and that kind of stuff, you know, because I mean, this was just the first start of chat rooms and that kind of stuff. Windows 98, if some of you older generation are listening <laughs> to this. So, Old AOL chat rooms. Yeah, that kind of stuff, you know. This is the, this was the time of that. So, Do you think they had the best of intentions to no, start? No, I think they were just starting out the business. Like, they were trying to figure out how to, oh, okay. how to get this going as, at the time. Okay. Yeah. And, and this being, like, an education series on self-help for... Yeah. Like, to be successful okay. and to be happy, to find happiness. What, all, what we all want, to, right? The joy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it looks like by 2003, they had like 3,700 people that had taken part in the classes. So they were starting to generate probably some pretty decent revenue from that, you know, like start getting their name out there like any business starting out is going to do to become popular, you know. And so then in 2006, they recruited Kristen Kruick. She was from the show Smallville. 
Ah. If y'all remember that on the uh, yeah. WB yeah. network. Yeah. So, right. So she became involved in the cult, but she later left. But then she recruited her co-star, Allison Mack, who we're going to talk uh-huh. about her, too, because she has quite the involvement in this whole thing. So we're going to keep going deeper here. Yeah. So basically, Mack began recruiting women into this cult to become sex slaves to Ranieri. And other masters. She's like the Ghislaine Maxwell for Epstein. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, she's kind of like that. Yeah, it's so weird to me how women can get involved in weird stuff like that. Like sex trafficking. Like, what is wrong with you? I know. I'm obsessed with Ghislaine Maxwell. (laughs) I'm like, what was in your head, lady? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just like this Allison Mack. It's like, what are you, what in the world are you doing? I think these people get into these positions of power and they don't know what to do with it. So what they want to do is try to use that power. And they think that they are like above everyone else. So they can just do whatever they want with it. You know, they just feel like nothing's going to happen to them. In their mind, they've already decided that what they're doing is correct, even though it's like completely wrong. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's it's really crazy. And so then he they started getting, you know, all these celebrities involved. I feel like once you get the celebrities involved, then you've really made a huge name for yourself. You're probably generating quite a bit of money. You basically can do whatever you want. And we see like that Scientology. all the time. Oh, yeah. It's very similar. It feels very similar to Scientology for sure. Like, it's Mm. just crazy. Mm. They get all these celebrities involved, and then everyone thinks it's, like, totally legit because the celebrities are doing it. It's like it's like (laughs) those weight loss pills, you know, that the celebrities are always touting. I'm like, yeah, I don't see everyone running out to the store and buying that and actually losing weight from that. Uh, Because if there was a pill, everyone would be buying that. Why are celebrities, like, our beacon of knowledge and... I know. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's so weird. And Alice, Allison Mack, I mean, I'm trying to think. So was she on Smallville, too? Or was she on something else? I thought she was also, she was a co-star, I thought, on, I mean, I'm not a Smallville watcher, so forgive me, me if you're me a either. Smallville fan. I don't know anything about that show. But from the sources that I gathered, it said that she was a co-star. Yeah, you're right. No, she t- she totally is. I'm just trying to think of, I thought she was on something else. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, no worries. So then they get the Bronfman sisters. So these are the daughters of the Seagram liquor, multi, like the billionaire, uh right? So that now they're getting, Mm -hmm. now they're going for the billionaire class, right? The 1% here that they're getting involved. And this, by the way, this is all out of Albany, New York is where all this took place. (laughs) Really? Wow. the The only thing I've ever known about Albany, New York is like, you remember those textbooks that you used to get in high school and it said like Albany, New York. And I used to think it was like some, Oh yeah. Like prestigious area of the country or something. I've never been there. So I don't know, (laughs) but it's not, I've been there. It's just a regular old, it feels like somewhere in Ohio. It's just like a regular old town. I don't know. There's nothing special about it. At all. Well, this is where Nexium's base. Sorry, Albany. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, but this is where <laughs> this horrible cult live. You know, their uh, home base is in Albany, New York. Yeah. So, what um, a weird place to have your cult. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So, in uh, 2009, they got the Dalai Lama involved. Okay. To like, what? to like tout their stuff. I mean, 
you must be pretty special if you're getting the Dalai Lama involved. He actually canceled it, like, originally, and then someone kind of lied to him to get him to speak at one of the Nexium's events. To, oh, my god! I know! So, to, like, tout how, you know, like, they're helping all these people, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's Oh, just, I bet their vetting process is, is improved a little after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm, I think he actually went to jail, whoever that advisor was to the Dalai Lama, like he ended up getting in trouble for doing that. So, Oh, Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. So it's like, you got to think about things, you know, when you're seeing these celebrities getting involved in this stuff or famous people like the Dalai Lama, again, they're people just like you and I, they have eyes, they have ears, they can talk just like the rest of us. There's nothing to these people besides the fact that they're just in a different, I guess, class of people class yeah you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't really believe anything that i see anymore without doing my own research you know and that's just because yeah. of all yeah. you know i've been screwed over by this kind of crap too so i mean luckily it wasn't uh sex trafficking but so as we're moving along the timeline we'll get we'll get a little <laughs> bit more deeper into the story here because it gets yeah it gets like, really bad what so, what the hell? Yeah, it, it does. It gets super bad. So uh, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to look it up. I'm gonna interrupt you again because I'm just like, who is this? She was in. She was in a lot of things, guys. She was in like Seventh Heaven. You know, she's one of those people who's been in like lots of things, but really nothing. You know, like one yeah. episode here and there, uh, other than Smallville. So anyway, sorry. So we can continue. So she. So she's not like a you know Angelina Jolie or anything like that, right? You know, right. She's, she's just, just got a familiar, super familiar face kind of girl. Yeah. So, so, and it makes sense. Right. Yeah. So then in 2010, there was an article written about Nexium. Former Nexium coaches characterize students as prey for Brineri's sexual or gambling related activities. Hmm. Yeah. There's like a couple series out there. If you guys are interested in like learning more details about this, I think there's an HBO series on this and there's one on stars as well. I think the one on HBO is called the vow. So if you're interested in digging into this one, cause I mean, I was actually fascinated by learning all this stuff too. Then in 2014, Ranieri started to manipulate the media a little bit with the Snexium cult. He started hmm. to have news organizations kind of like they wrote stuff saying that anything against Nexium is just fake news. Oh. You know, tried to like make it look more and more legit or as legit as they could. Because now they're probably uh -huh. getting enough money to influence the media, which could be bad, into believing uh -huh. that they're like this legit self-help thing where people can buy their courses and have a happy life. That's just so sad. I mean, it really just makes people mistrust the media even more than they already do. Oh, yeah. 100%. Ugh. 100%. It's just further, further evidence that there are definitely people who are willing to be paid off just to write fluff pieces and crap. I mean, oh, not 100%. that we didn't all know, but it's just evidence, you know. Right. Totally. So I'm going to kind of leave this part here. This will be like our part one of this series because it goes a lot darker and deeper after this part. So okay. keep listening for our next episode, you guys, because we're going to dive a lot deeper into Nexium. And that's not the stomach pill, but you might need it after hearing the second part. <laughs> yeah, we're not giving medical advice, but yes, take something to help you through this. All right. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to Real Talk. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.